When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome back to the Des Bishop Podcast. It is great to be back. And if I told you where I was, you probably wouldn't believe me, but I'll tell you anyway. I am sitting in Majorca, Spain. I am here because, very graciously, John Bishop has agreed to take part in the Des Bishop podcast. He happened to be over here, so this is where I am. It is a lovely 30 degrees Celsius, I guess 89 degrees Fahrenheit. I haven't checked that. And uh, it's lovely to be here. We have a great chat with Carl Spain that I did the other day in Limerick which seems a lifetime ago, as I look at this wonderful blue sky. Uh, but we drove around Limerick, and we chatted about Carl, who is taking part in Operation Transformation. For those that aren't familiar with that, it's a show on RT1, Irish television, about losing weight. Carl's uh, a little on the large side, and uh, he's had some health issues related to that. And uh, so we chat about that a good bit, and then we have a good bitching session about other comedian success at the end of the chat. So uh, for those that don't care as much about a man's struggle with weight loss, chill out for that. Good bit of gossip. And uh, can I just say that Carl's one of my closest friends in comedy. We go back a long way. And uh, when I listened back to the interview, uh, I was, you know, a little bit insulting at the start of the interview. But please try to understand that this is something that goes way back with me and Carl. We kind of rip on each other, so he's not getting offended. But just in case uh, people aren't used to myself and Carl's familiarity, don't get offended right at the start of the interview. Um, And also, uh, just to note that at the beginning of the conversation, we are actually being filmed by Operation Transformation, so the sound quality is a little bit different because I wanted to make sure that things looked as safe as possible as we were driving around Limerick and there's also somebody else in the car uh and then uh we uh, go back to our normally just me and Carl in the car kind of vibe and uh you know I found it hard to get Carl to stick to the topic a lot of the time so uh yeah see if you notice that Carl likes to uh jump off topic uh but I think it's a great chat and Carl very graciously talked to me about this which I think is an important thing uh, you know, in society, the struggle with weight and uh, how it makes people feel and, you know, uh, how it affects your confidence, all these things. And also, um, obviously, there's always bad edits. I'm not a great editor, but I don't know what happened. In the very first part of the interview, there's literally just like a a technical flaw. The thing just jumps, and I don't know why. So I apologize for that. But enough from me, ladies and gentlemen, Carl Spain. So it's... uh. We're back in the Des Bishop pocket. It sounds a little different at the moment because we're doing something a little different. I've Carl Spain in the car, and uh, he is currently being filmed for Operation Transformation. Celebrity. Celebrity Operation <laughs> Transformation, as he uh, likes to correct me. And uh, the great thing about it is how many people on Celebrity Operation Transformation will be celebrities because they've been on it. <laughs> that, that, Simon O'Keefe tweeted something like that saying they're going to transform Carl into a celebrity. Thought that was the actual. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty good. That was good. I, I, I liked his tweet. Um, wow, that was good from Simon O'Keefe. <laughs> Let's give him some condescending praise. What, Simon O'Keefe yeah, said that? I don't, know. I don't know who wrote it for him. <laughs> anyway, for our international listeners that will not be aware of the celebrity. I'm really of famous in Ireland. Carl Spain is uh, is a, a comedian, a good friend of mine. We go way back, and uh, he um, he's a fat bastard. Uh, Des, <laughs> Des, that is, you know, I mean, it is hurtful. There's and things, you know, there's things I've I told you in confidence. I've, I've <laughs> <laughs> I told you about my. I, that was my secret. <laughs> 
I told you my, about my weight and confidence. I told um, you why I always wear black. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, of course... That's I'm why kidding. I didn't wear the stripy shirt you got me for my birthday last year. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, I'm kidding. Carl's doing Operation Transformation, which is a... Uh, actually, you explain what is Operation Transformation. It's a show where they get people to um, go on a new food plan. You're not allowed to call it diet and exercise regime and you transform yourself you lose weight and i'm oh yeah you know it just it always helps to buckle your seatbelts oh, oh sorry i didn't know what that beep was oh. go ahead oh shit I'm is that you oh it's the woman oh, it's, the, it's, the it's, woman. The, it's the camera person <laughs> it's so the woman. if it sounds a little unbalanced and uh, you feel a lot healthier and i'm uh, approaching two weeks in what's it day 11, day 12 day 12 and uh, i feel like i've lost as you pass the mighty Thoman Park. A good chunk, yeah. So we're, dr we're driving around Limerick, we're passing the mighty Thoman Park. The Ormond uh, Park, yeah. So in a way, this is kind of like... Some of the great men have played there. Yeah, but you know, you, you're a Limerick man and you have to feel that inspiration of the great monster men that can rise. Great men who play there. Bruce yeah. Springsteen. You know. <laughs> Paul O'Connell, Pink. So, so anyway, um, and, and you're totally cool with the sort of I, you're out there now saying I'm not happy with my weight and all that well I've never you know it's, I wouldn't say I was ever ha happy but I wouldn't have said I was unhappy either I was just happy with who I was I was happy I've always been kind of happy in my own skin be it thinner fatter whatever it's just um, it takes a bit of effort to lose weight so so it's uh, handy to get paid it's, a, <laughs> it's handy to get paid when someone's weight. paying you to do it in filming yeah. raising your profile I went yeah yeah, I no, can do listen, that. Hey man, listen, I'm all for that. I mean, <laughs> my dad got cancer. I was like, Dad, there's dollar signs all over this. Just hang on, Dad. I need Edinburgh out of this. Oh yeah. I've, I've been learning how to cook on it and stuff like that. Well, I could cook a bit already, but learning new meals from my um, from my canon of uh, cooking. So the food's been quite nice, and the exercise hasn't been too strenuous. So do you have like a personal trainer as part of it? Well, yeah. There's there's all experts, dietitian, psychologists. Um, personal trainer, all sorts of experts, and oh, they're all. Gonna, I'm gonna have my way in now on Monday, and they're all gonna shout at me. And are you doing like an Instagram like fit Irish hashtag Irish fit fam like uh, progress? No, not yet. No, no. But hashtag cheat day. Apple no, tart. No cheat days. <laughs> no cheat days. <laughs> oh, apple tart! I love it. I was looking at an apple tart yesterday, and it, it didn't even look that appetizing. But nah. I was thinking of better apple tarts in the past. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do when I'm with women. I'm not. Happy. <laughs> Yeah, for the cream. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, uh, no, no, but like, so, but you're not doing all that Instagram stuff, like posting your progress. No, 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 no. It's, it's, you don't uh, want to become an influencer? Um, no, well, I'm a leader. That's what, I'm the Limerick leader. So I'm the same as the newspaper. I'm the Limerick leader so far. Uh, well, I'm the Limerick leader. There's five of us, but, uh, so I'll be, um, I'll be, uh, I'm getting followed by people and, people shouting at me in the street and stuff like that oh what, what people know yeah 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 it's because it was publicized and there's an ad on tv showing me doing it so it's been it's been funny the the kids in the estate have been um instead of like when we'd open the window see the, cause the kids can go in in front of our house and sometimes they'd be cycling past and they close my window go can you keep the window closed <laughs> these four-year-olds and five-year-olds i've opened my window to let a bit of air in on a hot day and they've gone can you keep your window closed but now they're like you're on t you were on my telly they oh really? They they're quite, yeah, 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 they haven't quite. Yeah, because last night in Limerick, this this couple stopped me for a picture, and they said, "What are you doing a show in Limerick?" I said, "No, I'm down to interview Carl Spain." And the, the first thing they said <laughs> to me was, "He's doing Operation Transformation." <laughs> so I said, "Celebrity Operation Transformation." Because <laughs> you, you you had already corrected me on the phone, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you're you're going to be famous, man. Yeah, that's the thing now. So after 11 years after being shouted at, do you find a woman? Go, are you on your diet still? Yeah, of course they want a woman. The great thing is you're definitely going to get a... Well, you have a lady, so you don't need one. Yeah, no, but no. I think this is actually better for finding but, a lady than Cosby wants a woman. <laughs> and we passed the St. Rand Hotel. Yeah, I mean... The, the <laughs> <laughs> we can get a coffee in St. Arbucks St. later. <laughs> I did that in Edinburgh last year where So it's the Strand Hotel for people that yeah. aren't passing the Strand Hotel. And it's Starbucks if yeah, you're not aware the, of the, the world around coffee good, brand. Yeah. I did it in Edinburgh last year where, I, where there was a couple of us having coffee outside the Starbucks and I stood up and started saying like pre coffee prayers to St. Arbuck. Just embarrassed the lads were going, Carl, sit down and you could see other people looking around going, Oh, we better respect this man's religion. <laughs> <laughs>
You picked a lovely day to come to Limerick. It's a lovely yeah. day. Huh? Better visuals required for the podcast days. Yeah, I mean the driving thing is just a place to record, drive around Limerick. I mean this is where you're from, sense of place and all that. Yeah, this is. So you're from Corbally. Corbally and Limerick. And then the lovely woman from Operation Transformation left the car, leaving myself and Carl to have a more private conversation, where I hoped Carl would open up more about his Operation Transformation journey. So we continue our drive around Limerick, talking to Carl's fame. So Carl, let's talk seriously about Operation Transformation. Yeah, it is. All joking aside, yeah. it's kind of it's handy, no? I'm I'm delighted with it. I think, and it's been a huge plus so far. Um, I've lost significant weight. Yeah. Um, it's only less than two weeks. Uh, it's, I always find this funny that for those listening at home, there's a lot of horse shit on the road. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're pretty much in the city centre. Yeah, we are. Right, we're smack bang in the city centre. Uh, we've just driven over a load of horse shit. And I don't think we've mounted police. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, you, you know, sometimes I feel like it'd be much better oh. to film this because the people that are... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, if we they can't... Were, if their mother and daughter, that mother is a hell of a warning for the daughter's <laughs> future. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. So anyway, yeah, you, you know, but like, yeah, so you've lost loads of weight and... Yeah, it's only been, tw- yeah, 12 days. I've lost a good bit of weight. I feel fantastic. What do you weigh? Um, I start, When I started, I weighed... 19 stone four and a half pounds in america that would be still 19 stone four and a half pounds because you weight you don't weigh any less when you're in america <laughs> <laughs> no i don't know what kilos i don't know the translation we use pounds man do you use pounds in the states yeah but we don't use stone stone is just like oh kind stone of is 40 thing. oh yeah it's just all pounds isn't it yeah yeah so 40 but dude let's let's <laughs> let me just say for the record when i say for our international listeners i really mean for the three people that aren't from ireland that listen to this podcast oh yeah hi pj <laughs> pj will definitely listen to this one my buddy pj so so how much did you say you weigh 19 stone four and a half pounds so that's uh, 140 pounds plus. don't you don't have to do it but 19 wow yeah so and now you've lost how much already a stone i've lost i reckon i've lost about a, a, i feel like it's a stone i've probably been overly optimistic as usual but um it's been no it's been good and i'm i'm aiming to continue it till january that like i'm continue it forever but January is my target at the moment to continue this and see how far we get. Um, and I think if I get down, if I get down below, um, say, it's, it's get down below 17 stone, I wouldn't have been down that low for a long time. In 2003, yeah, well, I was going to the gym five or six days a week. Oh, I w- yeah, I remember that. I, I, I remember <laughs> your, your, your gym phase. And then I got to, oh, sure, yeah, yeah, you came in one time. I remember I was, I'll impress Des. I'm going to be running on the treadmill <laughs> to see me. And then you put the treadmill on uphill and sprinted. Pa- I'm running oh, I sprinted past you. I was still next to you. The stri- <laughs> sprinting along beside me. And I was like, come on. <laughs> Give me something. What a dick. The, the, the worst, best day in the gym was the day I remember I was going so much. I really was fit. I was, I, like I would have been at the time, I would have been like 16 stone, but I was a very fit 16 stone. Like, you know, the, struggling to get the weight down because what it was doing going to the gym was getting my appetite was going crazy so I was yeah. eating loads of food but one day I'd been in there an hour and a half and I'd done seriously good work like I used to get so annoyed by the people who just walk in and kind of stand on a bit of equipment for a while you know you'd always see that there used to be pairs of girls would come in and one girl would be skinny and the other girl would be slightly heavy and the skinny girl would get on a machine run and the other girl would kind of walk for a bit then get off yeah. and I used to get really annoyed but one day I'm just about done I like I'm on a warm down on the treadmill and two lap dancers got on two bikes in front of me, literally right in front of me. And, and you going, knew they were lap dancers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like going, um, oh my God, please. <laughs> this is, they were wearing tiny shorts. I was going, no, I'm, I can't. I can't do this. What, what do you mean to, you can't do yeah, it? I couldn't stay on the treadmill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've done too much already. You can't make me stay. And, uh, oh, I got what you yeah, mean. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I lost you for a sec because I was thinking about. I was, I was, I was laughing about how you knew they were lap dancers. <laughs> <laughs> they had, they, they just, they just had a certain quality. Yeah, about them. sure, yeah. Um, so, okay, so you, you, you're, you're down to nineteen. 
Oh, you were 19. I was 19, four and a half. So I reckon I'm somewhere in the 18 stone something now, but I'm, I'm aiming to get another. So your goal is 17 by the end of Operation Transformation? Well, yeah, pretty much, yeah. If I get below 17 is the target for me. That's what I'm, I'm hoping for at the moment, yeah. But um, I'll have a weigh-in on Monday and I'll see how far I've got or whatever. I don't know. It, I mean, I think it was easy for the first two weeks to lose weight. Yeah, the, the, that initial sort of yeah, weight is be, pretty easy, apparently. And I had been, like, because once they gave me the call and said, that was an awkward call to make. Well, I know. was just going to say, like, that's... Hi, we think you're fat. Yeah. Um, they didn't quite phrase it like but that. But how, how did it go? Like, No, it was fine. I was, I was kind of happy to get the call and... Uh, I was thinking, oh, this would be great. You know, it took it didn't take me long to to think about it, and uh, I said I'd do it. And um, <laughs> that's a beautiful sight in Limerick that there's an ambulance coming out of a side street and no one's letting it out. <laughs> <laughs> I let it out. You let it out. That's fair place, you know. But <laughs> I just thought, can you not see it's an ambulance? I know if they put on the. Uh, well, you stay bloody focused on the story, will you? For the no love of Jesus. They have no lights. I'm just making it hard for you to edit. <laughs> I, I am not editing, by the way, so <laughs> so keep focused. They rang me. They rang me and said, oh, we want you to do this. And I, I, I initially said, oh, I've you, lost. So you'd never seen Operation Transformation? I'd never seen so the show, but I'm kind of aware of the show, yeah. yeah. But I said, no, I've lost all the weight, so I'm probably, it's probably, and you want, I could just tell she didn't. Uh, <laughs> so I met Did you them. actually say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I've lost all the weight. I don't need it. <laughs> going, You're no good to us. Yeah. You're no good to us as a healthy man. Yeah. No, I said no. I so I met them and they were they were lovely. It was all good. And um, then I had a few weeks lead up, and I just had a blowout. I was literally going around eating stuff I hadn't eaten ages. That's probably been the least healthy I'd been in a long time. So um, because because I'm you never knew you were going to be doing this, yeah, or because yeah, yeah. knew I was yeah because I knew I was doing this. Going right, this is my last chance. And it it actually was good because it kind of not made me sick of the food. I wasn't you know gotten totally crazy but I was going to eating bad food you know for a while fast food and all that sort of stuff so it almost to the point I'm not getting I'm nearly getting bored of it yeah so giving it up wouldn't have been a chore rather than just having cutting down on it and then going having major pinings or cravings which I haven't had that's been the good thing I, I had the other night I was having a craving for a bowl of cereal and it took me 10 minutes to convince myself that having a bowl of cereal is not the worst thing I could possibly well, do. Well, I, I have cravings for a bowl of cereal every night. Like, that's my yeah, bag. Yeah. That's my going to bed sort of snack. Yeah, that was the thing. When I was a kid, I used to have a bowl of cornflakes every night and uh, it me became too. a running joke in the family. And, uh, and then I found, when I got older and found out other people did it, I thought, oh, huh. I don't feel you're, so you're bad You're not a now. freak. I don't feel so bad now. So, yeah, because I always remember like... Because I remember that time, 2003, you were trying to lose weight. And then I just remember sometimes you would say, or like you found out you were type 2 diabetes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all those times I remember, like, you would say you were going to try to lose weight. But then I would always notice, like, if we went to the good world, if we went to the Chinese <laughs> after a gig or whatever, you just, you weren't the healthiest eater. Well, I would eat. I mean, that, that was the thing, you know, going to the Chinese. Like, a lot of comics, we, you know, there'd be some great nights, there'd be five or six of us there or whatever. But, um... It was almost like, well, look at them. Look at yeah, look at Des is skinny. He's eating here. Yeah. But I, <clears throat> I, I would, you know, I would have this thing of equating the me the 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 healthiness with the restaurant. So if we're, if healthy people are eating here, <laughs> then I can eat here. And I would just pick like whatever, you know. I wouldn't necessarily pick the unhealthiest dish, but it probably wouldn't be the healthiest. Like you know, the I sure used to have that. Used to laugh because I'd always used to have the vegetable curry with boiled rice. That's all I used to eat in a Chinese because that was the first thing I'd eaten. And I, like Chinese food came to me late. You were late to Chinese food. Late You're to so Chinese sophisticated. Food. <laughs> so, no, just the Irish, the Irish. We didn't have Chinese food, and uh, that was the first thing I had, and I liked it. So I always used to eat that. But, but do you think you're proud? Like, do you, like okay, genetics aside, <laughs> has your problem been? your eating behavior and your lack of exercise is that the main problem have yeah. they diagnosed that on operation transformation well i think yeah i think it's 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 been mainly that i, I mean i wasn't a fat kid i was yeah you no know, i was quite sporty as a kid no because i remember helen colin told me that yeah 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 and I would have she been, was I like honestly until like <laughs> carl used to be super skinny yeah and i was working in mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> but that's because we're coming up to the mcdonald's out here that i used to work in but like carbley's the other side of the city i used to walk you know, nearly an hour to work. Yeah. A lot of the time. And sometimes walk home after like an eight hour shift. If it was really early in the morning, I might get a bus or get a lift. But I used to walk 
to and from a lot. Yeah. Um, so that would have kept you, kept you, kept the weight off and kept you fit. Um, now my problem was working in, in fast food restaurants for years. You got you got a certain allowance of free Coca Cola. Um, oh, you reckon that's where it started? That I was a, I used to drink like a dozen cans a day at times. Like you know, really? I started from having it for free in the in the fast food places. You know, you could have a drink if it was working in a hot kitchen. Now we probably had a lot more than we were entitled to. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think. You know, I don't think we were fully exploiting them. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, like you were. That, that's where it started. Like that's where it started with. The, with and, but then also, by my mom would have been sick at the time, so we wouldn't have had. Like we still would have had uh, cooked dinners at home and stuff like that, but um, not as often. And because I would have been working in fast food, sometimes two meals a day would have been provided for there it is so you worked in that McDonald's right here wow which is just a chance I'm just cruising around I wasn't actually trying to come back oh so at that time yeah because your mom was sick yeah we had so much fun in there some of the stuff we used to do awful things um, that for legal reasons we probably shouldn't say I remember Dick Spring coming in one day and his wife was at the counter so Dick Spring was the at the time I think was the Tarnished Tarnished so the, the second in command of yeah, Ireland vice president man but uh, his wife was at the counter and he was kind of whispering oh can I have a, a burger as well and I was thinking this is the weirdest thing that even in his marriage he's second in command <laughs> 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 they, um, but my mum my mum had Parkinson's my mum would have been um, quite a strong matriarchal figure and so was my grandmother who lived next door my grandparents moved in next door before I was born into the house out in Gorbley and um, they would have been you know strong women like my mother's side of the family they're all very smart very clever academic you know would have been lecturers teachers you know very clever people and um, my mother was the eldest and was going to be a teacher but when she did her leaving cert she was too young she was 16 and uh, you ha- she would have had to wait a year yeah so she didn't do it but the, she had two jobs she was she was very glamorous I only found out um, I did, well the joke is like my mother was very beautiful everyone when they found out who my mother was when I was growing up used to go god you're very like your father <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I'll tell you right now man in terms of like when my mom was sick recently two years ago and it was like major stress uh I piled on the pounds and I, I was in the worst shape I'd been in probably 20 years, you know, because yeah. it, it was, I, I couldn't have believed how stressful it was. When my dad was sick, it was fine, you know, but I guess, you know, my mother was helping out. But when my mother was sick, we were like a man down. But that was a super difficult time. Like, is that the first time that you sort of started to put on weight? Um, well, no, it would have been working in fast food because I worked in fast food for about eight years. and I think that Oh, before was, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, okay. I got on really well with my mum. I was really close to her, but it was more like a friendship than mother and son. Um, yeah. I don't know. It was, we, 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 I, we just got on, you know, it was that. I got on both my parents. I think I've got on with my siblings better in recent years than I would have grown up. You know, I didn't, I don't know, it's, it's a... Uh, but the parents thing, I always got on with both my parents. Um, it's a, I don't know, it's kind of a, it's unusual, I think. Did you, you got into comedy after your mom died? No, no, I was in, um, I started in 2000. My mom died in 2003. Oh, so, right. um, oh, so I knew you already when you Yeah, died. yeah, yeah. So they, um, they, oh, I'm not going to tell the story about you getting me that corporate gig uh, the Christmas after my mother died when you bailed me out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember that. I, I, my mother died in September, and I think by October I was broke because I had to cancel a load of gigs. And it wasn't, you know, early days of comedy, you're not making a lot of money. So I was kind of full-time, but I shouldn't have been. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that Christmas, I was, like, it was funny at one stage, like, I'd maxed out my credit card. I had no money in the bank. And um, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I was actually thinking of who I can ask for money. And I was thinking, I have to ask someone who's not going to... I had a couple of people in mind that I was going to ask. And then the credit card company says, oh, we're up up in your limit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're up in your limit a few more thousand. I was like, oh, God, thank God for that. So I literally was going, right, I can live off that money until I get myself going. But coming up to that Christmas, um, you got me a corporate up in Galway and Oren Moore. Or you were asked, it was, was it Tim Keane? Is that his name? 
Tom oh, Keen, that guy, Tom, Tom Keen. Tom Keen, Tom Keen. Yeah, Tom Keen, man it, for the corporate. So. Yeah, I think it was, was it two and a half grand or something like that. I was nearly crying when he gave me the check. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Des, thanks. Hey, you did the business, man. That's all that matters. It was actually a great gig. I did a great gig, which, uh, you know, which was a relief. But, I mean, there were corporates that don't always work out. But that was... Uh, Oh, I'll never forget. I remember him. It was raining outside. It was in the car park when he wrote, he handed me the check outside, and I was nearly crying. I was I was very close to tears. I was going, God, don't fucking, don't end up here again. Jesus, damn. I I love an old story about how great yeah, I am. How great that was. Yeah. Well, I could tell the other one when. Uh, no, you fuck no. off. It's not about me. <laughs> no, I know that. But when I started, you know, this is it's funny that uh, um, I can't. You got me a gig somewhere. Something, you know. I'm not a not a huge favor, but you know that all comics would do or a lot of comics would do and I'd go oh Des thanks a million I owe you a favour I owe you a favour and you went no man pass it on you pass it on I said and that? yeah 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 Jesus I'm actually I, sometimes I impress myself <laughs> you, with you, myself you, you don't recognise <laughs> you don't recognise I don't recognise nice myself in that statement <laughs> so um we, nah, uh, that's fair enough. That's the no, uh, but I then got you can only keep what you have by giving it away vibe, you know. You're straight on here is probably yeah, the best. Way. Straight on. But John Colleri, I got him a gig or two after meeting him up in Sligo, and he went, "Oh, thanks a million." I went, "No, no, John, you pass it on, you pass it on." Des told me that, and he goes, "Oh yeah, well, Des has got me gigs as well." <laughs> 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 and I went, "Oh, I'll have you, Des. Thanks." Oh God. <laughs> All right, so I don't want to. I really do. I, I know I know you hate talking about it, but like, how much has has your weight like been a part of? Well, first your comedy, then we'll talk about your identity. But like, um, I, I well, it's I'm trying to think. I had a joke from work, like working in the. I remember I broke up with a girl when I was working in in the mid '90s. I broke up with a girl, and a few weeks later, um one of the guys I was working with going, oh, how long is it off with uh, Lisa? And I went, um, I'd say now about six pounds. <laughs> she wasn't happy I'd put on, No, I'd put on weight. Yeah. And uh, that was used to be one of my opening jokes. Then I, oh, I've been single now for three or four stone. As you can see, the weight had gone up. Um, but I had I had jokes like that. I would have made, you know, a joke. Yeah. What, what is that, what is that like? What is it like at that time? The time where Helen Collins says to me, you're super skinny, right? And then suddenly you're getting heavier. Like, what are you saying to yourself? Um, I, it, it, it's a gradual thing. Yeah. So I would have lost it. Like, I would have got to the point where oh, I need to lose this. And I would have gone and lost it. Yeah. And then, or I would have lost most of it. And then you put, you know, you forget or you just get lazy again and you forget about it. And um, you put on weight again and then you lose most of it but you've it's gradually climbing up and up yeah so it's funny when it's more a thing when you see photos it goes no straight ahead, straight, oh, straight, ahead, straight ahead um when you see photos and you see the difference and oh so there were times then where you look back and you went yeah Jesus. yeah yeah you go god like even it's funny looking at photos and seeing photos and go god i looked fucking great there and at the time when I would have first seen the photo, I wouldn't have gone, God, I look great here. <laughs> I know. A, it's a, I don't know, it's the, the mentality of it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you, when you look back, you're shocked. I'm like, Jesus, I had no idea, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but um, it's a gradual thing. So it's funny now, even like for, not just for me, for other people, I'd look at, you know, other comics, yeah, straight out, you know, the American flag. Oh, yeah, I got you now. No, you don't have to worry about it. Uh, anyway, we're, we don't have a destination. And um, it's, uh, it's funny, just... Um, seen the difference in people in realizing now because I mean I used to talk about comedy in the sense of you know when when I started doing comedy it, for me it was a vocation you know there's people that do it there's career comics which you can tell you know you meet a new comic you can tell nearly straight away what kind of whether they're just a, they're in it for the fun or in it for you know just oh I want to do this and mm. then do that but um once I started doing stand-up, I felt, oh yeah, this is exactly what I should have been doing, you know. And I, I would have been a slight, I would have been a different guy before. I would have been always on, you know, trying to entertain people, always like broadband or nuns knickers, always on. Um, you know, you just you, you impress Carl. I didn't have to ask. I remember this turn. <laughs> yeah, this isn't where I live. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn. I, I, my, anyway. old, my old school teacher lives there. Oh yeah, she's haven't right. been down here in years. This is dead end. 
<laughs> yeah, but I know, but I, I, I just, I, I know you keep moving off it, and, and that's oh, the fine. Ways. But yeah, I'm just, I, only because I, I talk to loads of comics about comedy, but yeah, yeah, the yeah. unique thing about you, and you're outing yourself now by doing Operation Transformation is... You know, you've, you've, you've been overweight. And I'm really just curious because I know people listen and they're curious. And I am curious myself of, you know. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, you know, how it feels and being funny about it. And, you know, I guess, I guess it's just about that specific thing. I mean, you know, Operation Transformation is coming out on Thursday and you're out there saying, I'm, I'm not content with this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, it, it it wasn't it, it wasn't even that. It was kind of just the the option. I, I would have been happy enough in my yeah. own skin. It was a thing of I should no. I needed to do it. I had been. I decided. I decided kind of in, like one of the jokes I did for them was I decided in January, I need to lose weight. But it was January nineteen ninety four. But um, I. Um, but it's not actually true. No, no, I would I would have been. I would have been. There, there would have been a photo at the odd time I would have put on weight, maybe over Christmas or something like that. But I would have lost. You know, I would have lost it again. Um, but um, with 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 the comedy thing, it was it was an easy thing to write jokes about because you can, it's one of the things you can't lie about. You can't lie about your weight. Yeah. You know, there's no you can there's in in life you can lie about a lot of things, but you can't. You know, fucking. You know, it's it's obvious. You know, I remember like people going, "Oh, how's the diet going?" And going like, and sometimes I'd be going, "Great," or "How the fuck do you think it's going?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, the, the house where the dog is is my house. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah. It's funny. I remember it differently. Yeah, this is your guy. This is it, yeah. And my father's not there. Oh, well, we're just going to sit in your driveway for a while <laughs> and go, chat. Whose car is that? <laughs> <laughs> when he comes home, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these Jeez, people, he needs the old gardener. Oh, the fucking back garden is destroyed. But they, um, So we're just chilling in your driveway. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. This would have been... Taking a, you back to the source, man. This would have been... Um, this would have been... Uh, uh, this... Front drive would have been Wimbledon <laughs> every summer. Mm. You know, we used to play with the gate. Of course, uh, after this is the, the it's on a kind of a relief road. Yeah. So, so anyway, I mean, it doesn't matter. We don't have to talk about it. I'm, no, I, I, I was just I was more curious fun. about the feeling. You know, like because I I I, w- I never talked to you about it. Because, I mean, I just give you a bit of ribbon every now and then, try to motivate you. But <laughs> I, I, I never talked to you about it. <laughs> but now that you're doing Operation Transformation, I feel like it's kind of you know I think it's kind of good. Like honestly. Without sounding dramatic, we sometimes chat about concerns about your health. Yeah, well, because that was, diabetes was was first. Yeah, yeah. But it's always like, you know, Carl's got to be more serious about it. You know? Well, I wasn't. I was ignoring it completely, and I think that was the. I have a. I wrote a script to the thing. I filmed the thing that you know hasn't been broadcast because I, I filmed it myself. And um, there's a line in it for Fred Cook. I'm eating ice cream. And Fred Cook goes, like, I don't buy him an ice cream and I'm eating the ice cream. And he goes, you're not supposed to be eating, give me that. You're not supposed to be eating that. You have diabetes. And I go, I'm fighting it. In, this, <laughs> you know, in reality, I'm ignoring it. Yeah. And I would have been just like that. You know, I would have just gone, nah, I just don't think about things. I, it, to me, like, uh, you know, I, there's a part of me, my brain, I need stimulation a lot. You know, I, I can do three or four things at a time. I can, you know, I, 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 I actually toyed with the idea of watching two films at once at one stage and seeing what I'd be able to take yeah. in the information that kind of there's no like I overload my brain at times with stuff just information information I can easily watch a program and yeah, be on the so internet then with the, you, you, I tell you what like you that. really love doing is immediately <laughs> jumping off a thing into something else well it's just a thing of um but I don't think like I don't think about eating. I just go, oh, I'm hungry. I need to eat, and I'll go for the quickest, easiest, tastiest option. 
Yeah. So it's not something I'm overly conscious of. That was the problem. I'm not. Yeah. I don't. I, it wouldn't be to the forefront of my mind. I'm not thinking. Oh, oh, we better have the the skimmed milk rather than the fat milk. I go. That's the nearest milk. You know. And I know it's that's a small thing, but yeah. But I mean, have they talked to you about like on Operation Transformation? Have there, is there has there been any psychological stuff about the sort of like the habits that you build up over time of going for food? Um, no, I mean, not yet. No, I haven't spoken to him. I've spoken to him on the phone. The guy, his name's Eddie Murphy, which I think is Oh, I, he, he, he follows me on Twitter. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. He recently actually uh, added me on Twitter, yeah. And then he sent, I, I followed him back and he sent me a direct message. So yeah, that, yeah. that's your guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's, um, well, we just had a phone conversation, but I kind of know, I know the stuff. I know what needs to be done. It's not like, like, do you know that, do you think that you eat on, like, bad feelings and all that shit no i don't i don't do that it's not like oh god i'm upset where's the ice cream you know i'm not it's just it's it's it genuinely i think it's just the laziness thing just you know um oh if i eat yeah you know, i'm hungry i mean so i actually as even when i like i was well, 19 stone four and a half i would have been like probably between half 18 and a half and 19 until the show, i got the show and put on a bit of weight but I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think it. Just like, oh, I'll eat something. Or my problem was, I'd be in the car going driving somewhere, and I'd eat most of the way. I'd buy stuff for the car, and it's out of boredom just to pass the yeah. time. Yeah, you know. So it becomes like your your hobby, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even coffee is a thing now. I've grown to in the last. I wouldn't have been drinking coffee when I started stand up. Now I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Life without it, and if I had a young stand up that you don't need coffee, but it's just. It's become a thing for me in recent years, and it's now coffee instead of maybe a can of Coke or a can of Diet Coke or a can of Diet Coke in a Mars bar. Yeah, and you know th there was, you know, there's just, it's just habitual. I'm quite habitual. I go to a cafe, I order the same thing. They know me in one of the cafes as the Hawaiian guy because I'll have a Hawaiian panini. They told me that said, "Oh, we 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 call you that." Hawaiian but guy. Hawaiian guy. But when I used to work in fast food, we had guys like that. We'd be <laughs> we'd be having conversations in work going. Oh, I was down and done shopping the other day, and I saw cheeseburger ketchup only and coffee for sugars. <laughs> yeah, that was like your running gag. <laughs> they know so each you're other. You're a Hawaiian guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm a Hawaiian guy for the in the, in in one of my local cafes, and uh, you know, I, but it's it's that thing of it's it, and I don't think it's particularly unhealthy. It's not, but it's just that's my um, it's habitual. I go into Abercrombie, I'll have the same. Thing. I'd have cha taco chips and a kebab. Yeah, taco fries is not good. Yeah, yeah, but I, that was even something I got to later as well. I, I don't know, was it you? Some like I'd worked in Abacababra and I never had them. Yeah, and but then, then you got into then that. I got into that, and that was a thing for a while. But I don't, I, you know, it's. But I, I could go eat that for a while. Actually, it was one time when Abacababra and Limerick got renovated, and it reopened. It was closed for a week. It reopened, and I went in, and the, there was a Polish guy who used to work there and goes, "What did you do for the last week?" <laughs> <laughs> I was what did you do? <laughs> and I was genuinely pissed off with him. Gone. I don't. I didn't come in here every day, and he was kind of laughing with me. And it was because I, I joke with them when I go in, but I was that, I, that one got me, and I was like, "How dare he!" And then I actually thought, went I, anyway. I've been away all week. I was away, and then I went, "Yeah, you were in Letter Kenny, and you had Abercrombie." <laughs> I'd been in four different Abercrombies. Is your dad pulling up? No, no, that actually was like my car. <laughs> it was freaky. <laughs> so uh, the last thing I'm going to ask you about this, then we'll talk about other things. No worries, no worries. Is, uh, so like that was one instance, that guy kind of p caught you off guard, pissed you off. Yeah, yeah, Have yeah. there been any other like instance where you've been like, fuck, wait a minute. Um, Because you're a funny guy and you're, you're like, sort of like everything's like water off a duck's back to you but like I wonder like it, it is and I don't mind it there is the time but have, there, have there been a couple of instances oh yeah there would be times that would get that that would get um, I find I find funny that um, Rachel um, my girlfriend would find, finds it funny that I, I, I not get annoyed but it's, 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 it's kind of an irritant for me when someone would go Alright, big man or whatever like that. And Kevin Bridges does this. Yeah, but that's a Scottish thing. <laughs> I know. He calls yeah. me big man too. I know, yeah, but it's the funny thing of and I I don't mind it from from Kevin or whatever. but it's that thing of when it's Kevin does it and it's affectionate, whatever, but it's when other people would do it, it's almost like, Yeah, you just wait, mentioned my weight is the first thing you've said to me. So like a person would go, Alright, big guy, you know, or the big man I've gone and it and I just go like, Is that that's all you know, and I've it, it's more that thing of like it's like walking up to someone going, all right, big tits or fucking, yeah. you know, I, 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 I get annoyed at 
been labeled. I always found that. Yeah, but that's know, a real thing. So do you ever feel like writing material about the fact that actually there's discrimination against fat people? I have written bits and pieces and stuff like that, but um But not a bit like not a big thing. Not a big thing, no. And Do I've, you think it's true though? I think it is. Yeah, it's it's a thing of um there's I think there's discrimination all over the place. And you know, the the people have kind of like I think the the there's this sort of people who are racist might be a little bit more clever now and going, well, I'm not going to be openly racist because people give out to me, you know, but it's like that thing of, I'm not saying people who say things about fat people are, are also racist, no, but, but it's that thing of that's acceptable. You can call yeah, someone fat, you know, you can slag, oh, you're fat in front of people and no one's going to go, man, you're way out of line there. Yeah, yeah. they might, but it's like that thing of ginger is a, you know, why is, I, I never understood why yeah, ginger why was gingers, a bad thing. Yeah. Um, you know, fat. It's I don't know. There's other ones that you think. Uh, no, but fat's a biggie. <laughs> no, like no, no. I mean, no in pun the intended. Sen- but it is, no, yeah. It, I think it's in Ireland. It's a it's and uh, it's that thing of. Um, I remember when you know, being a kid. There was just like I, I was thinking back. There was no. There was two big guys in my class in primary school, and one of them was big because he was about three years older than everybody, um, and he was a big guy. And the other guy was just a, a kid who was slightly heavy. But now you see a primary school coming out or a school coming out. You see a group of kids and there's some huge kids, like, which was mm. never the case. I don't know whether it's the case in the States or... No, we didn't have a lot of fat kids, but we did bully fat kids. I mean, I mean, Jennifer Carlson was a fat girl, partially blind. I mean, we were terrible. Oh, I'm glad we I'm, changed her name. <laughs> yeah, I didn't change her name. <laughs> but we bullied her, definitely. I mean, we yeah. were really young. Like, we're talking when I was, like, four and five. But we definitely were cruel to to Jennifer Carlson. Yeah, I don't I was I think I was fortunate there wasn't a lot of bullying in our schools. Do you ever fear being like labeled as like that guy that like raised issues about being overweight? Oh no, no, no. I used to do like the the funny thing, of course I'd undermine myself doing if I do anything serious. I remember talking about joking about it one time and saying cuz you know, cuz I used to be fat. Oh, there's Morris up on the roof. Oh, yeah, there's your neighbor. <laughs> it's, no, it's, uh, it's my uncle. Oh, that's, that's your uncle. It's not his house. That's my uncle, the priest's house, who's his brother-in-law. That's This is Morris's house. It's the O'Connell's there. Oh, God, Jesus, Cousins, the Spain's really... The this is the Costa del Sol right well, here in well, Corbally. Well, it's the Costello del Sol because the, the Costello was my mother's family. Oh, it's the... Uh, the co- <laughs> is that a, that's a running gag? No, is it? no, no, it's not. But that's uh, pretty funny. The this Costello used to be all a farm there, so we used to go mad in that farm... And now it's a whole estate. Yeah, so I mean, like, are you like you're just gonna do this and then that's it, right? Operation transformation. Well, I, I hope it's a pivot point in my life. You know that isn't changing things now, moving in a different direction. Like, you know? do you think your weight's held you back, your career-wise? I don't know. I I always, it was said to me once by a TV person saying that, well, we wouldn't, you know, you've got a lot of talent, but we wouldn't use you because you wouldn't appeal to young people. Because really? Somebody yeah, yeah, said yeah. that to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, you're uh, you're the wrong look, and it's this thing, this obsession with youth. I've no problem with the obsession with youth and TV and stuff like that, but if it's youth with talent, like I mean, I think Al Porter is the perfect synergy for TV now because he's so talented and so yeah. young. But they've been grabbing people before that wouldn't have been nearly as talented as Al just because they're young, and then yes. disposing with them very quickly, going Name no. Him. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Going, but uh, going. Oh no, he's not good enough. Get rid yeah. of him. You know, and people who you know had moments on TV and then they were gone. Yeah, but that's not cool. You know, like it's 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 unfortunate then that you know at times you feel like your weight has held you back. I mean, in this case, it's going to be to your advantage because you're able to. But to do it. the show, yeah, yeah, I was joking. Saying and you're not worried about being embarrassed about just being out no, there. No, I this don't. Guy. I don't care. I don't. I mean, that doesn't bother me. You know, it's. I always think someone sh- if someone says something nasty, there's kind of a feeling of, ah, it says more about you than me that you feel the need to come up to a yeah. stranger and say yeah, exactly. something yeah. horrible. I kind of go, right, thanks for letting me know to avoid you in future. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, actually, coming up to, we're coming up to uh, Abracababra here. I was in Abracababra one night and uh, this girl, a woman was there and she, um, I walked in and she was the only other person there and she just looks and goes, Carl's Spain, whatever happened to you? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Right? Such whatever a nasty, happened to you? Yeah, yeah. 
you were like, you know, and it, all them, it was like malevolence in it. It was like nastiness in it. Yeah, I, that, that people can be cruel, but that's fine. People are dicks, like, you know. But I, 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 I do it myself. Like, I remember uh, when Louis C.K. did the Ivy Gardens a few years ago, you brought him down to the International. That's right, yeah. And you were all standing outside, and I came down, and uh, you and Carlos and Louis, and I... First thing I said to him, I went, I know who you are. You write for Dane Cook. <laughs> <laughs> you did? I did. And he just he went, ah, He, he yeah. didn't find that funny? No, he just kind of smiled, but it was kind of, I could tell he wasn't entirely uh, He was jet lagged that night. He had a shit gig. And uh, I, uh, but I said it to him the following night. I apologized. And he went, you didn't need to apologize. But the fact that you did, I really appreciate it. So I thought that was nice. Oh, but I was gone. Oh, it was nice to meet Louis C.K. I gigged with him. I'd gigged with him in Montreal and Kilkenny. I'd forgotten it. Yeah, I had that with Russell Peters. <laughs> it was yeah. afterwards. I'd gigged with Russell Peters as well. It's funny when you see them now. You go, oh yeah, yeah, I remember him. Yeah. But it's the one, you know. Um, it's funny with Kilkenny, the guys you kind of you like Zach Galifianakis. I remember seeing Zach Galifianakis present an Oscar to um, Brett McKenzie from Flight of the Conquest. No way, and going, yeah. I know, I know both, both those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I know both those guys. I mean, like Zach Galifianakis. I would think doesn't remember me, but Brett would know what I was going. Sure, man. Yeah, well, like, it's it is weird though when you sort of when you see slowly that level but surely of it. like guys that you know get huge success. I mean, those are three that you've mentioned that like you know know pretty well. Like Zach Galifianakis, I haven't seen in a long time, but like he literally played the piano through my whole set when he was in Kilkenny. <laughs> he was like, "Hey, man, how about I just play the piano through your whole set?" You know, because we were all fucking around. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he played the piano through the whole set, and it was great. And of course. Back in those days, nobody had phones, so there's no memory. You know, there's <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. there's no collection. Like I didn't know he was going to become going to become this superstar. But it's funny because my dad, you know, when we were growing up, my dad always be like, ah, I know him. I used to drink with him in Chelsea. And we'd all be like, <laughs> my dad's full of shit. And now I literally, I literally sit in front yeah, of the yeah, TV. Yeah. Is this your turn here or the next one? Yeah, there's the turn. Yeah. The so the. You know, now it happens all the time. Like when Brett won an Oscar, I was like, fuck, this is like the third guy. <laughs> like, I know Glenn Hansard, he's got a oh, fucking yeah, Oscar. Yeah. Brett McKenzie's got an Oscar. And I think I've known somebody else that was nominated for an Oscar. Like Kirsten Sheridan's nominated for an Oscar for writing. Uh, so it is it is pretty weird. Yeah, we're down here, down here. It's, yeah, it's funny when you see that. But it's funny, I, was, I found photos of um, Edinburgh with the Concords pulling after the... After the Oh, right, or you're yeah. parking if you were to block me in or whatever yeah. but um, pictures of a night out in Edinburgh and it was a pretty special night out I think it might have been near the end of the run or something like of that of 2002 no this would have been 2004 2002 2003 but it's like the Flight of the um Dara was there he was doing full Irish with John Henderson. John, oh, that would have been that would have been oh, 2099. Okay, okay. That was before my time. But Dara was there. John Bishop, who was still working at the time. It's just mad looking at the photos. Being at a party in Jimmy Carr's house in Edinburgh one year, and um, Jermaine from the Concord. Oh, that's because it, yeah, it, it was a screening. Yeah, it was a screening of the, the documentary document. that Taika yeah. made. Taika's now like a like one of New Zealand's most successful directors. He made a great movie, right. Boy. But it was the I was there that day. For, was it Frodo is great? Who was that about Brett? Yeah, about Brett. Yeah. And uh, the it was. But just, they had been filming it in two thousand two. Oh right, well it was the following year then. So they were, but there was uh, like Jermaine uh, is behind the bar. I just can't look how rich is Jimmy Carr that he's got one of the Concords. Yeah, being his barman. But it's just mad now. Those and those people have moved on. And it was in Edinburgh last year. And I thought, God, there's a whole new section of people that I've never met yeah. that are now and I go like you know oh let them and in 10 years time you'll be like no yeah. they passed me too <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah, I really need to I really need to check the engine in my career car <laughs> because all these motherfuckers seem to be in the fast but that, that's 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 never bothered me I remember actually it was you with the example for me was when you took off and I remember saying to some god I'm actually in Ireland in Ireland yeah and I remember going god I'm actually happy and I'm happy that I'm happy I w it, it was, the, it was yeah. the first person I would have known from when I started that you were probably yeah, one of the first people I knew but when it took off you being actually being happy for you and not I hadn't consciously thought of it am I going to be bitter maybe that's a sign that you weren't going to be bitter or annoying or whatever but it was kind of interesting for me that I was actually delighted that you were successful and I'm happy for you there was no kind of yeah. there was no but I think that's there was no why me but I, I'll name some other guys I bet you weren't as happy <laughs> <laughs> I bet you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, there's some guys like, like there's some guys like when John Bishop broke big, I was happy for loads of reasons, not just because he was kind of ignored because he didn't, f you know, he didn't fit the, 
you know, he didn't fit the like, particularly say like in Edinburgh, he didn't fit the thing of like the guy that's going to do well because yeah, he's like yeah, a working class guy and he's just telling funny stories about real life. And it didn't fit the sort of critics pick. Uh, so when he flew by everybody else, I felt like that was a bit of a fuck you to the, pre the pretentious crew. Right. Not that I don't mind that pretentious comedy, but I also think that people can sometimes dismiss somebody like John Bishop, who's got real life experience. He didn't jump out of college and get into comedy that that he's got a voice. That yeah, is exactly. Unique, yeah. Right? But it's so guys like John Bishop, Kevin life. Bridges never bothered me. The success. Oh, I'm delighted for Kevin. Uh, Kevin was something that was what would have been my first one of literally the first time I saw him going, that guy's going to be a star. And I thought he was he was 17. I think it might have been his first Edinburgh. And I. I booked him for the laughter. Oh, not didn't book him for the laughter lounge. I recommended him for the laughter lounge. Yeah, and got him booked and his first gigs out of Scotland. And I just I couldn't believe when he because uh, he looked old. He always looked like he's only 29, 13, 29 now, and he's yeah, like he's just he always there. looked that age. But I used, I said it to him. I I said you're going to be a big star. I didn't expect it to happen so fast. But I mean, obviously, people that are looking to find out whose success annoys the shit out of me will have to ask <laughs> me on the street. <laughs> But there are some. No, but there's always people I don't like. Not, not necessarily people I don't. Um, no, sometimes you I just don't, like, don't get it. I, yeah. Listen, there's people that don't get why Irish people thought I was super funny. I get that. You know, like, of course, you don't have to find everybody funny. But there are, you know, yeah, it's, sometimes uh, it's more understandable. than I others. always compare it to music. It's like that thing of, oh, I don't like him. Like, whoever they're talking about. Like there's, there's there's a couple of names always come up that you know you you probably guess but uh, oh I don't like him but it's even the the funny one for me was I remember someone telling me oh you're the comedian fella Spain and I go yeah 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 do you know who I don't like and I go right I and know, I, they I, always do that actually but the the best one was and he went Tommy Tiernan I went all right yeah yeah God you'd be surprised how many people don't like him because you know Tommy would have been selling out yeah and, you know f and and he's like Tom and Park in the distance there but. Uh, I s and my my answer would always be like you know it's like music you know you might like jazz you might like this you just have to find the type of comedy that you like because we are all different yeah people who don't listen but to Tom, comedy yeah funny but thing about I said to him he says have you seen him live and he goes oh yeah five times <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like why you keep going back if yeah, you don't like him pain. I know what I don't like well Tommy's success was irrelevant to me in the sense that I I looked he was he he blew up right when I started so I could never say I I, I wasn't happy with Tommy's success because actually. I just looked up to him so much. So it's like that's a different thing. Yeah, yeah. But no one, I know, I wouldn't. I, no one's success has yeah. really bothered me. I mean, I can, I can, no, but I it can hurts. understand. No, not really. Like, there's nothing I, I went said, for. Comedians are so full of shit. No, nobody I admits really... it. I love the way nobody admits it. No, like I even I, I talked. I'll to tell Ashen you an B. example. I talked of... to Ashton B. And she's like, our generation aren't competitive, and I'm like, no, that's bollocks. Any of that? Fucking bollocks. I'm like... competitive, but it's a case of, it's not like I mean, it's the success of I'd be competitive. Like I remember doing gigs. With Dara, when Dara was big, and I'm supporting him, and I'm going, I'm going to fucking rip oh, him here. Well, he that's was competitive though. Yeah, but, the but that's different. What I that's always not admire about Dara. Dara, what I love about Dara, is he never pretended that that wasn't the case. What fucking bothers me is these people <laughs> who are fucking lying about it. Yeah, yeah. Like Dara was just unashamedly competitive and ambitious, and it didn't, you know, it didn't transfer into the pub afterwards. But at the same time, you know, he wanted to have the best gig. Like having yeah, yeah, the best yeah. gig on a night feels fucking great. But on, on the flip side of people's success, I used to get bewildered by, but I, I but it's it, like, the, I used to find it, I'd see people go, how's this guy not? And for a couple of years, you'd see someone like Milton. And now it's, yeah, it's, it's that thing of, and I always, Milton Jones for those. Yeah, yeah. There's that thing of being a, you know, it's like I'm 44 and it's back to me gone. I don't well, Carl, think it's going to happen. It's, it's, a good, <laughs> it's a good time to mention this because you're my guy for that situation. That's going to happen. You're my guy that I go, why is Carl not more successful? You know, one I'm, of the funniest my guys, guy as well, one of the funniest guys <laughs> I know, uh, why is Carl not more successful? So we, we hope that Operation Transformation will just be one of these. Nah, that's a ridiculous. It's not. To say. It'll be the podcast. It'll be the podcast. Well, you, I've always thought there. you should start your own podcast. I I did think of it, but it yeah, involves but, but, work. Yeah, you're a fucking lazy <laughs> bastard. Well, if I, there's ever a theme to this goddamn com thing, is comedians stop in being a car. lazy. Comedians in a car going to drive-throughs. Yeah, <laughs> I thought about going to the drive-thru at McDonald's for the crack, but then I was just going to get like two bottles of water. They wouldn't have been, yeah. I, I, I don't know, that was one of the things now that I've been healthy. I sometimes would leave Dublin and go to the 24-hour McDonald's and I'd get a coffee and I would get something else. But the other night I couldn't even stop. I said, I'm not going to go in just for a coffee because they, they kind of go, that guy just got a coffee. Well, in, in AA they say if you go to a, if you go to the, bar, if you keep going to the barbershop, you're going to get a haircut. All right. Keep going to the lion's <laughs> den, you're going to get bit. So, 
you know, people, places, and things. Mm. You got to watch out for old behaviors. I'm you can use a bit of the the twelve step uh, language to help you with your, you know, keeping keeping it up. Because honestly, losing weight is the easy part. It's keeping it off. I'm getting a bit sensitive about my hair now, Des. So you oh. brought that up because I've got that. Oh, sorry, you got the bald. <laughs> That's next, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get work done there. Yeah, or you can just go for the, you can just go for the shave off. Oh God, no. Yeah, but you're 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 my guy. That's you know should be more successful. So, you know, I I, I wish you the best. You know, but like let's let's face it. The diagnosis is laziness is part of your problem. I mean, you're dealing with the laziness with the food now and operation transformation. But come on, yeah, let's do it all. Yeah, if I can do a podcast, do something. Get the get the ball rolling, bro. Get it out there. I've thought of doing videos. I can film at home. Yeah, you can do out. like Key and Toomey type stuff. Yeah, I could be the new Key and Toomey. You could be the new Key and Toomey. I just need to let my hair grow. That's what that's what's <laughs> delaying me. Kian, <laughs> Kian, I why am I mentally ill in all your videos? <laughs> there was one um, pilot of a quiz years ago. Um, I didn't get, and I thought, oh, God. But then it was never made, so I was like, oh, yeah, thank I was God. delighted. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo, high five. <laughs> Fuck you. High five. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> high five. So, uh, yeah, no, I was. I auditioned for the, um, not not the Rob Delaney character, obviously, because he's kind of writing for himself. But for I Catastrophe. Yeah, I auditioned for the American. Oh, right. The, oh, the, yeah. the, the kind of sex addict. Oh, right. I was <laughs> like, an American likes fucking too much? Come on. This is made for well, me. What did uh, you think of me? But yeah, I, I was close <laughs> enough to get that, and I didn't get it. That was annoying. That was annoying. But, you know, whatever. But you never know what, it, like, I remember people, oh, so-and-so's got a TV show, and then you'd see it, it's a one-off show, and it's gone, and... High five! People, <laughs> no, but <a> pe <laughs> people would have missed it. You know, it doesn't change, you know, it doesn't change the perception. The weird one I got was after Carspain Wants a Woman, I'd be recognised every, like, literally, oh, there's a man looking for a girlfriend. Carl made a series called Carspain oh, yeah, Wants so, a Woman yeah. uh, uh, in 11 about years, 11 years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah 2005, yeah. and that was a, a fun series. Did and you find uh, a woman? It was meant to be look at a fun look at dating. Ended up yeah. meeting my girlfriend, ruined it for me. But yeah. um, <laughs> no I get people days. shouting at me. But the weird one was then, um, in subsequent years, I you know I come off stage after having a really good gig somewhere, and people come up and they're saying nice things. But then someone come up going. We weren't going to come tonight because you were on. And I go, oh, thanks. But you were brilliant. <laughs> That's Irish compliment. And it's, yeah, but it's the Irish comedy, And they're saying a nice thing and they, they mean a nice thing. But what they're actually doing is going, they're saying, you know, there's a perception out there that you're not actually not funny. But, <laughs> but you are. You know, but it's that thing of there's still other people. Although you've changed my mind, there's others out there. And like, yeah. so it, that well, can I be love a when people think they have career advice for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know? And you should do the lay -laid. You should meet my friend. They'd give you loads of stuff for your yeah, skit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're not going to put this in your show now, are yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, but no, that that is, yeah, that is. But that, that, you always get that. Like, I never really liked you, but you were really funny or... You know, the stuff you did before wasn't great, but the Irish thing was amazing. You know, that people do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. They can't be... That's a bit about, like, people saying, oh, you you, you have to be use negative words when you're complimenting. You know, you can be, oh, Des, he's terrible nice. He's awful nice. It's You know, even when you're being complimentary about someone, you still have to use negativity. Yeah, you still have to use negativity. Uh, for RTE, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this is on RTE. So I'll I gotta to go. wear that I, shirt I tell again. you why I need to end this conversation. You need a pee. I'm dying for a piss. All right, <laughs> uh, you could come into my house and have a piss. Uh, that's what I'm gonna do. Oh, so Carl well. Spain, thank you very much. I wish you the best of luck on Operation Transformation, and uh, for our international listeners, uh, if you're looking for Operation Transformation, geez, that would really suck. Talking to your mic for a sec. Hello. Oh yeah. Oh god, I hope that was going in the whole time. That would suck. Oh. But uh, <laughs> if you're international listeners. Uh, yeah, I've nothing else to say to you other than check out Spain online. Have you any gigs to plug? Galway Comedy Carnival. Galway in October. Comedy that's, Carnival. That's the, that's the one. And Cork Comedy Festival is in September. Yeah, check that's them out at the Galway Comedy Carnival or at the Cork Comedy Festival. Or the Three Arena next year. And what's your Twitter? Uh, Carl King of, because my surname's Spain. Carl King of Spain. So King Carl of, King no, King of, of. Oh, no, that's Spain. what that is. All those King years. OV. King Carl of K-I-N-G-O-V It's always like Carlingov I never got that No, no That's why the girl The girl in, in Starbucks We were chatting to her, her name is Kinga And I oh, used to yeah. say I can't marry her Because she'd be King of Spain Yeah and I'm a great, <laughs> That's a great joke At the time I don't know if it's Going to play now <laughs> Just giving you More editing to do yeah, this No, no that's a, These bits are staying in bro So anyway Carl, Carl King of yeah. Call King of on Twitter. Yeah. And, and uh, if you want, after you're pissed, if you want to have sex with me, we can do that. No, that's <laughs> that's getting. No, I'll leave that in too. I could be gay. Uh, gay if I go gay, I'll get on TV more. Listen, <laughs> save it for your writing sessions with Al. <laughs> good, good day.
So thank you so much to Carl being very generous with his time. And thank you all, the listener, for subscribing to the Des Bishop Podcast. If you've met people that haven't subscribed yet, please do spread the word. Uh, tweet me at Des Bishop, Instagram Des Bishop, Snapchat Des Buffer, and uh, Facebook forward slash Des Bishop. Um, we got a lot of great podcasts coming up. We got Ashling B already recorded. The second half of Kevin Bridges already recorded. John Bishop about to record. And uh, we're going to have Andrew Ryan coming up soon too. So we got a lot of great stuff coming up. So do spread the word. Uh, nothing much else to say other than thanks again to Carl. Don't forget Carling, Carl King of. Carl King of at Carl King of is his Twitter. And uh, yeah, I'm heading to New York on Thursday. So we're going to get a lot of American comedians coming up in September and October. Uh, so check all that. You know, get ready for some more great stuff. And I will see you soon. Heading for a dip in the pool. And an interview with John Bishop coming soon. Thank you. Good day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.